incorporate daily, right, moments of quietness, you know, and, and, and I know Absolutely. that that's easier said than done, but you, you, when we talk about stress mode, right, you can be in stress mode 24 hours a day. You can go to sleep, right, stress out and wake up and you say, like, okay, did I, did I even sleep? What's up, go-getters? Welcome to Get Into It Podcast. My name is Jay Amanda. I'm a UX researcher, international psychology student, mama, and so much more. I leverage my experience in corporate America, interesting stories from my personal life, and academia to deep dive into complex topics such as culture and tech from a psychological standpoint all while trying to balance everything successfully. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Go-Getters? It's your host, Jay Amanda. Thank you for being here. As promised, I'm celebrating Women's History Month, and I have an amazing guest with me today by the name of Kimberly Thomas. And I promise you, you are going to love all of the self-care, self-love, healing journey, vibe, and gems that she will be dropping today. But before we get into that, I want to update you all, like I said I would last week. Now, I did reach out to a few recruiters and, you know, I shot my shot. (laughs) And I actually got somewhere with it. So I had a chance to take one recruiter on a virtual tee, which was um, interesting, not bad, but interesting. That's, that's all I can say for that one. But then the other recruiter tea time that led to a meeting with a hiring manager. So we're setting that up this week, which is amazing. Now, if I have the virtual tea time my way into technology, I sure will Starbucks for everybody, but (laughs) I'm not going to say that because they're not sponsoring me, at least not yet, but you get what I'm saying. Our highlight of the week is Divine Plantery in Maplewood, New Jersey, started by two women by the name of Kelly Brown and Maya Haney, who are co-founders and besties. These two two women are multi-talented women who are taking the plant world by storm. They are creative technologists, and they believe that the process of buying and caring for plants should be personalized. Not like what you get in the big box retails. And I have to agree. So if you want to start your parent journey, go ahead and go to divineplantery.com. They do not provide shipping just yet. But if you live in the New York City and New Jersey area, make sure you check them out. Their information is going to be on our social pages. All right, let's get into it. So um, before we jump into anything today, you know, I told you about a little game that I want to play with you. And I'm going to start. If you see me looking over to the side, I'm just looking at my other computer. So what this is called is rapid fire questions. And I love this because (laughs) I always get a different answer from everybody. And then whatever I say, you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Now, I know that you are a therapist. (laughs) Do not overthink these questions. But you know what? The funny thing is, when I when I say don't overthink the questions, because I am who I am, I overthink the questions. So <laughs> that's no judgment. <laughs> There's no judgment. Okay, are you ready? 
I'm ready. I am ready. Okay. Who makes the best psychologist? <laughs> Carl Bell. Dr. Bell. Okay. Early riser or night owl? Right now, night owl. Okay. If you could eat only one flavor of ice cream, what would it be? Pistachio. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a little there. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a little judgment there. I, I, for some reason, was not expecting. It's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of judgment. Okay. <laughs> Chocolate, yay or nay? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm with you. That pistachio got me crying over here. Oh my gosh. Like, I was not expecting that. Oh. Relationship when it comes to that. Oh, wait, wait, because now this is going to be another conversation because you said Dunkin' Donuts. And if I can't go to Caribou Coffee, which is not where I live, but I'll go to Starbucks. And you know, if you're a Starbucks person, you're not going to Dunkin' Donuts, vice versa. <laughs> I can't, I'm finding out so much about you. <laughs> you did. I found it out so much more about you. Okay, what's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Okay. Favorite type of movies? Stupid movies. <laughs> stupid like Dumb and Dumber or stupid like Soul Plane? Oh. Because those are two different types of stupid. It is. It is. You know what? I'm a fan of uh, humor. Right. Okay. Like just, just crazy humor. Um, thinking outside the box, you know. So, oh. uh, from Tyler Perry. Okay. You know, to to uh, what's her last? Like coming to America. Like, I, I like did you see the new so, one? I, that's on the, the agenda. Okay. Today. I won't. Yeah, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. <laughs> I won't spoil it. So, so, so something like you know, this just it's it's very. It doesn't put you in a, a different spot, right? Yes. Like, oh, that's great. Yes. Okay. Okay. We may have to get back into that one. Okay. Heels or kicks like tennis shoes? Oh, kicks. You know, yeah. These <laughs> are, are, you know, very special. Okay. Fly or road trip? Road trip. Okay. Yeah. Hot or cold? Hot. Okay. If you can eat only one meal, what would it be? One meal. Mm-hmm. You know, I am into um, like broccoli and like stir fry. Right? Okay, so I've been really into that lately. So, so anything stir fry. Okay, you you coming back to me now because you <laughs> know that pistachio. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you you lost me for a minute, but we coming back. We coming back. <laughs> Okay, hopeful romantic or hopeless romantic? I'm hopeful romantic. Okay, me too. If you eat pasta, what's your favorite sauce? White or red? Oh, that's red. Okay. Yeah, yeah, red. (laughs) How do you prefer to wear your hair? Short and sassy or long, don't care? I want to say short and don't care. But that wasn't the combination, all right? You can create your own combination. <laughs> so, so we, we, 
I love it. Okay, last question. You're doing good. You're doing really good. Where would you go for your dream vacation? I want to go to Jamaica. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I haven't been either, and I want to go. This would have been the year, but yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I told myself that, like, you got two years to plan a real vacation. What does two years now look like? Because I feel like uh, the last 10 years, which was last year, was, <laughs> you know, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Kim, you did amazing. Way better than I thought you were going to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to do like me, which is fake. And I get the question and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, wait. No, it could be. Wait, wait. It, it doesn't mean the whole time. It's, it's so, oh, anyway. Anywho, now I know that you are a therapist outside of Chicago, well, based out of Chicago, and I wanted to see if you can introduce yourself to the audience because I feel like I won't do it any justice. So I'm going to... All right. Uh, Yeah, Kimberly Thomas, a licensed clinical professional counselor from Chicago, Illinois. Um, pretty much for the last mm, 12 years, I've been really into um, urban trauma. So a, a lot of work, I, I have my own practice. And so definitely we've hit the ground running, um, you know, as it relates to serving um, urban communities. Um, youth and, and adults uh, focused on domestic violence for aggressors, anger management, as well as uh, outpatient substance use treatment. So really just trying to make sure, you know, my firm, um, you know, provides those critical services, right, to underserved and un- underprivileged communities. So we do a lot of community trainings. Um, I have one coming up talking about mental health and COVID, as well as recovery. Right. So so just trying to make sure, you know, what we do there um, impacts right people that don't typically you know, have access to these services. So I'll go from Chicago. Right. We serve, um, you know, we serve the, the entire state of Illinois. Right. With those particular services. But I just got licensed in Georgia and Indiana. So here we come. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. That's amazing. Those are places. Well, just one of them. <laughs> Georgia is a place where I was, um, well, I still am considering as far as moving. Who knows? I don't know where God's going to take me. Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully it's somewhere with a lot of diversity and where I can yeah. make <laughs> make a good amount of money that I could actually see. Because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing, right? Okay. Now you said urban therapy because you... You said a lot, and I want to kind of unpack that, which is, like, I would know what it is, but can you go into what urban therapy is and why you decided to focus on that in particular? Yes. So just kind of over the years, I started my career um, in a very um, impoverished and underserved community that had a lot of trauma. Right. And so when we think about urban trauma, the the historical perspective of that is, you know, stemming back to slavery, racism, just the continued cycles um, on on the macro level. Right. With the government and just overall, you know, not being accepted, discriminated against. And then we have our, you know, cultural 
right issues and then living in urban you know settings and so what we what we said was you know we want to make sure that we are culturally competent with our services so we 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 get so much training right we we, we make sure that we understand right the needs of the community so it's not easy to say hey you know stop doing what you're doing right when you live in, in a community or a home where it's saturated with violence or drug use or hit even racial profiling. So those those internal and external factors that continue um, systematically, right, from the criminal justice, we work heavy with the forensic population, okay. um, very heavy with that. So, so we understand that, you know, to tell someone to reform their life is more than just getting a job right and going through a training program but it starts with the mind right there has to be a shift there has to be hope but there also has to be this this level of compassion and understanding to say hey you've been through some stuff right mm-hmm. you need to heal from some things and trauma is trauma and we cannot uh we we're, we we shouldn't be allowed to say what someone should be impacted by right even though i break the law even though i do you know uh things that people consider abnormal behavior or, or not good social behaviors, that does not mean I don't hurt, right? right? Or, or that I'm not impacted by, you know, things that, that I've been exposed to. So so that's kind of when we said we focus heavy on urban trauma. Mm-hmm. We mean just that, you know, the trauma that comes from living day to day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love that because, you know, <laughs> when it comes to Therapy, especially with underrepresented communities, Black communities, Latino communities, even Asian communities, especially what we're seeing now, I think, at least from what I'm learning in grad school, that there is so much bias when it comes to just the racial profiling of it all. It's like, if you're Black, this is what you deal with only. And there's no cross-cultural, you know, types of um, trauma. And that's just not true. Some trauma is not based on your race. Like, what would you say to people that will say, okay, well, Kim, this is a great idea, but, I mean, why them? Because you could be making more money over here. People that really need it. Like, I've heard these things within discussions in a class, and although we're not professionals yet, I'm like, you may need to get out of this field. Like, this is, why are we saying that? What would you say to those types of people that will say, why, Urban? Like, if they've done it once or if they're in this area, why? You know, they're going to do it again. Or they can pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. Mm, mm. Uh, you know, how, how can I say this? Um, when you decide to make money, off of our, our pitfalls, our downfalls, right? That that disturbed that disturbed me. You know, so so if the prison prisons are waiting on us to commit a crime, if the prisons are waiting on us, uh that recidivism rate to skyrocket, <clears throat> where then is my obligation as a clinician to say, okay, why are you in this field? Right? You know, um there, there are so many levels right to to people not being taken care of uh, when you think about the healthcare disparities but also think about the healthcare need where people are not getting services right that they they really really need to heal not just uh mentally but physically um there's this there's this revolving door there's this generational cycle so it costs society more right to 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 have continue treating these ongoing issues we need to cure it 
Right. Right. But everybody does not have that agenda. Right. And, you know, so for me, it's just this pledge. It's just this, you know, you know, God gave me a gift and I need to make sure I give back. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fully aware of the uh, distinct. Uh, but but you know what comes with that is, well, how you see well. Yeah. Right. And, and what you want to gain from it. And so, you know, I'm not in it to to make, you know, a a certain amount of money and then say, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to be one of those people who um, I'm just looking at climbing a ladder, but right. not being consistent. Right. In helping people heal. Right. Exactly. How, how can I be a part of the solution if, if my only goal is to make a certain amount of money? And it's like, OK, I, I'm here. Right. But what have I done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. How, how have I pulled people up, you know, along the way to ensure that as, as people in this impacts, right, this impacts um, the entire country. Right. When you have you know, ongoing issues, it, it costs us. Right. As a, as a human race. Right. And so that's where I am with that is, you know, if, you, if you're going to help, uh, uh, you're going to help people help people. Right. right. Don't 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 you know be so selective. Yeah. Oh, you know what's what's the point? They're just gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard yeah. that. That's so frustrating because I strongly believe that we were created to be a community, and whatever it is that we do, we should act as if we are a community, helping each mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. and especially when I hear the term especially when it comes to black people. And I, and I hate that term that we're like crabs in a barrel. And I don't think that that's true. I think in every cultural setting, depending on who you are and where you are trying to go, whatever your focus is, of course, you're not going to you know bring somebody up if you're not thinking about them. If you're thinking about the only one getting to the top because you have, you know, your goals and your goals only fit for you. This is what you want your life. Like you live in an I society. It's just you, nobody else. So then of course you're going to step on other people, walk over people, you know, and not bring them up. But no, I think as a whole, no, we can't. So I want to, I want to back up just a little bit for someone who wants to do the type of work that you're doing. What would your advice be as far as how to, how to start? Like, does it start with with a um, something happening and you say, okay, well, I've been through this. This is my experience. I want to help. Or is it, is it something that's linear where you're like, okay, well, this seems like a good career. I'm going to go forward this way. You know what? It, <laughs> it's impossible to say both, but uh, <laughs> I, I knew um, at an early age, right, which was right going into high school, what I wanted to be, what profession. And, you know, I had all these visions. Um, you know, I grew up on the west side of Chicago. And so, you know, there were things that that I was exposed to in my community, right, that just confirmed, like, okay, no, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I'm seeing people hurting. Right. Yeah. And so as I navigated high school, you know, still there, right, went went, went off to uh, school, you know, and completed. And so so for me, it was always it's always been 
to come back. It's mm-hmm. always been to, to serve people in my community um, because I saw, okay, wow, you know, why such differences? Why can't everybody on the block, right, be successful? And that didn't happen, right? right? I, saw, I saw people I grew up with immediately get sentenced to life in prison, wow. right? You know, just, just like that. And, and we had... I mean, you look and you say, what went wrong? I didn't see what went wrong. You know, there was some, you know, things to that. Just looking at that, you know, it's just always, okay, you know, give back, right? It's just this, that this is what's in me, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then as far as career moves, it's like, okay, what do you want to do, right? It's it's almost like, okay, you you have this training, you have, you have the license, Mm -hmm. right? But to serve these individuals to, to, to serve these communities, you need more. So I need to go right. up, right? So that's that linear. It's just, okay, once I line this up, I need to make sure it's maintained, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't believe in just saying I do something, right? I want right. to be properly trained. I want to be properly certified, you know? Uh, yes, use my experience, but I also want to venture out. I want to know what other cultures are doing and what works and, you know, how then to, to adapt it right, to the yeah. community, you know, that I, I want to serve, right? So it's, it's just this, this ongoing, right, learning process to make sure we bring quality service. Okay. I, I like that because I, I don't know if you've heard this because we're similar in that aspect because in high school, I knew that I wanted to be a psychologist because <laughs> I, I was fascinated and still am fascinated with the why, why people do the things that they do, what motivates people, where does that come from? You know, and I was, <laughs> I was told, nope, that's not what you want to do. That is not a good career. No, no, no. And then, you know, especially like being in high school, it's kind of like, all right, why are you saying this? You just try to ruin my life. <laughs> you know, and I think the thing with that was, you know, I was raised by older people, you know, my great grandmother. So the trust issue when it comes to the mental health field just in general is just not there. So of course, you know, this woman who's 70 something, you know, almost 80 trying to raise me, you know, of course she's going to say, no, you need to be a doctor. You need to do that. Or for some reason she wanted me to be a piano player at somebody's church. That was just not going to happen. But anyway, (laughs) you know, I'm just, I don't know. Did you have, like you had your mind up, made up, but was there anybody that was either encouraging you or saying, no, are you sure you want to go into this field? Or how, how did that work for you as far as your support system? Um, so so I, I was a very um, quiet person uh, growing up. And so n- not many people knew what my goal was. You know, I didn't talk a lot. Um, even in high school, you know, one or two people, you know, I was I was in the church, right, singing, and you know, that that was kind of me. That was my thing, right? But even still, I didn't talk a lot, you know, about um, where I was heading in life, right? So I just kind of popped up and did it, okay? You know, so so it, it really didn't leave room, right, for comments like that because I was so quiet. Which again, you know, obviously. The downside to that was, okay, if you plan on talking for a living, uh, you need to learn how to talk. 
right? So um, that's kind of, and so obviously college grad school, you know, doctoral program, it just really um, just opened me up from that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, encouragement along the way was just people, you know, asking how I was doing. They knew I was in school, right? Um, you know, they would often ask my mom, you know, what was Kim up to? And she would, you know, tell them. She didn't know a lot either. You know, <laughs> it, it was just really, I was just, once, once I was, um, reaching the, the finish line, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, then it was, oh, okay, I understand. You know, right. I get it. You know, so now, you know, because we have all this social media, people are like, what? You know, you, what? You, it, I do this. Because, <laughs> because I, I didn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it just wasn't this thing where, you know, uh, I would share with people, you know, I have a very, very small circle, you know, of, of friends very small and, and even that kind of dropped along the way when I went to um grad school and just the demand there you know so and it didn't get built, built back up so gotcha. I'm, I'm you know it's adjusting now because the career is leveling now right but yeah I didn't I didn't have that it was just oh okay good you know keep going <laughs> right that's all they could say was keep going because they didn't have a clue right that's actually school. smart though that's that's actually very smart because once you start to and I'm I think I'm realizing that now as I'm coming out of my shell, you really can't tell everybody everything. I think sometimes people, you know, they mean well, but then because they have their fears, mm-hmm. they project them onto you. Like, wait a minute, maybe I can't do this, or maybe I shouldn't do this, and especially if this is somebody that you respect, right. and they're right. saying, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it makes you second guess yourself. Mm. Okay, so that brings me to my next quick because I, w- I want to ask you this real quick, but then I want to jump into Women's Month because okay, all right, this is like your whole story. You you just empowering, but okay. So now I know that um, you are doing a lot, and you're a therapist. Do how has your how has your day to day changed since we've been in COVID? Has that um, have you seen more clients? Have you seen less, or is it? Um, do you have hybrid opportunities for people that's in the area? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's increased on the uh, in the mental health side, the general counseling, couples counseling, family counseling. Right? It's just uh, just the dynamics of family counselor for me has uh, greatly uh, been diverse and in, in, in increased, right, since, mm-hmm. since the onset of the pandemic. And so, you know, my, my niche is uh, groups, right? I'm a group fanatic. And so, um, you know, my associations I belong to is for group. And I said, now I got to get back to it. So most <laughs> of the services uh, that I was doing face-to-face were groups, mm-hmm. right, that, what I've been doing and so that changed okay. right we do groups everything's virtual yeah um now so 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 I, I I'm not back in the office we, we have a, a team we we still do virtual groups and, and obviously I do more of the individual okay. right and so that that's increased in terms of people just trying to navigate right what's happening and how they feel if there was turbulence before the pandemic <laughs> you can imagine what it feels like now yeah and it's just you know people need people need an outlet mm-hmm. right and, and it's really just slowing down pacing themselves the grief the loss what do i do right i, I don't want to lose myself in this it's just a lot that people need to sort through and so i've just kind of been this sponge mm-hmm. 
you know, for, for me, my teens, right? I, I see kids, yeah. right? In, 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 you know, uh, well, not, not under 12, right? Okay. <laughs> Just so we're clear, teens, 12 and up. <laughs> teens, 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 right? Um, you know, in, in us, it, it's just an amazing feeling, right? To just be able to to walk with people, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the climate that we're living in, yeah. You know, um, while they try to navigate life, I would see that being very helpful because, I mean, from I can't speak from a teen aspect because you know they pretty much grew up on social media and things being virtual, how they connect with each other, right? But I'm assuming anyone above the age of 24, <laughs> you know, that they're used to, and I'm now speaking for myself because I'm used to, even though I keep to myself, I'm still kind of outgoing, especially with the people that I know. So if I see you, I'm coming in and I'm hugging. Now don't hug me because I need to make sure that I'm in control and I don't like really being touched, <laughs> but I will come to- I will I will come to you and hug every breath out of you. I love it. I'm like, um, what is it? Um, Angelica on Rugrats. Like oh. I would <laughs> That's me. That is me. But then on the other hand, I'm very much so like Susie. But um how just how we communicate and how we keep in touch with each other, because I think I've had more Zoom meetings, Google Meets. And um, now I have a few friends that are trying to get me on Facebook to do the Facebook Messenger. <sighs> I just, <laughs> I, I'm just kind of over Facebook, you know, and yeah. just because, you know, for me, when I first got on Facebook, it was just for college students. And now, you know, everybody in the world got on it. So there's no exclusivity. But anyways, so. But okay, now I want to get into Women's Month. And before we talk about that, get us empowered and excited, what does Women's History Month mean to you? Uh, it means to me reflecting back and, you know, number one, how far, meaning the struggle um, in the progress and the continued uh, progress that women had, mm-hmm. right, um, in the world you know, um, but also African-American, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, we should always reflect on our womanhood, right? We should always reflect on what it means to be a woman, right? But but because the climate is what it is, right, you also have to process, right, um, what we've done and what we continue to do right. as a culture, right, women of color, right, and so, you know, I, I often think about, you know, the struggle, right, that we have had, right, being female, being, you know, minority, right, depending on how you, your hair, texture of your hair, your skin color, all that plays a role, right, and how you treat it, how you view it, how you look at it, yep. you know, so it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's a reflective moment, right, because the month is a moment, Right, it'd be over soon. Um, but just that, that embracing it, mm-hmm. right? Embracing it, but also understanding, you know, how far we've come. Okay, I love it. Um, but so since <laughs> this is Women's Month and a lot has changed for us, both good and bad, you know, we've seen a lot of um, I guess on the career side, we've seen a lot of companies to kind of mm, I don't want to say open their arms, but maybe um actually listen. To us, especially the Black community, 
I've seen more women be promoted into board positions, into leadership positions, which women should be in leadership anyway. But of course, I'm biased. But anywho, so, you know, because we see things way differently than men. But when it comes to Women's Month and then there's COVID, you know, we're interacting completely different. There are people who possibly were dating and now it's kind of like, you know, how, what would you think is the most important for this month and going forward? Um, self-love, right? The mm-hmm. value of self, self-care, you know, um, for me, it's definitely been a time of reflecting and getting self together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, so so the highs and lows of the pandemic and being isolated. Um, it, it's it's like looking in a mirror every day, right? That from a reflective standpoint. So things were shut down, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're sitting at home, looking at self. You feel in some type of way. And some of us, right? And I say us because we're all in this together. Um, we we didn't we didn't adjust well, yeah. right? You know, that there, there, there's periods where, you know, some women are are they're questioning their self-worth, right? They're questioning, okay, you know, what have I been doing, right, for the past five years of my life? Oh. You know, look, you know, I can't take care of myself, right? Because you know, I'm not. I don't have as many skills, right, that I need to have to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, this this health crisis and this racial racial uh, tension, and so you know, a lot of things have been coming out. But in, in we we've not practiced self love. We didn't upgrade, yeah. right? Self care and just that whole aspect of when when the dust settles, right, mm-hmm. the pandemic. What condition will you be in? Wow. Right. What condition will you be in? So use this as an opportunity to dismantle, right, the negative self-talk, dismantle, right, wherever your insecurities are, to take those screws out, right, and, yeah. and, and heal. Use this time of distance and isolation to heal, right, to, mm-hmm. to, to not put a band-aid on those wounds, right, but to heal the wounds. And so that that's really where I am. It's like every woman, you know, that comes into my presence, whether it's personal or professional, right, is really, really looking at, okay, let's not just, you know, sweep this stuff under the book, right? It's okay not to be okay, but I need you to, you know, get yourself together in mm-hmm. the sense of work on you. Find out what you need, right? And practice it every day. Yeah. You know, this is nothing drastic. This this is not anything, you know, where, where it has to be these huge projects, right, with, with these, you know, uh, um, uh, outcomes, right, that, that turns your life around mm-hmm. right, in 24 <laughs> hours. It, it's a lifestyle, right? It, right? It's saying, like, you've been this way for so long. You've been sad. You've been anxious. You've been, you know, feeling this and that. And now's the time to address it. Yeah. Right? Now's the time to address it. So why not, you know, love on self? Right? Why not take care of self? Do all those things that you were literally too busy to do, mm-hmm. right? Before the pandemic started. Now's a good time to start doing it. Hmm. Okay. Now you have my wheels turning because you said, you know what? I think if when you start to focus on yourself and take care of yourself beyond, you know, the the spa days, because those are great, and the bath bombs and all those, those are great. But when you're not, <laughs> when you're not dealing with the stuff that's going on when the doors are closed, the lights are off in your head because uh, there's something. Well, I don't know where it is now because I switched my room around. 
But there's something that I, I made my own affirmations because there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on at home. There's a lot going on yeah. in career, you know, and I started to think, which is another reason why I made this podcast, because I'm a very private person. I am super mm-hmm. private. That's just how I was raised. But then I'm thinking about all the other women and just individuals in general, really. Even if you're not a private person, what we don't see on social media, that's the stuff that you have to deal with. And if you haven't dealt with it yet, you know, we don't know what happened before that picture was taken or after that picture was taken or even while you're uploading that picture. Because sometimes I think about when you really don't want to be bothered with anybody, but you have an obligation, especially if you're somebody who's known on social media and you upload this picture, we will not see what's going on, the feelings that you're having by saying, okay, I got to upload this because you may not even want to touch your phone, but then the people that look at you and just like, oh, I want that life. You have no idea what's going on. And then you, and I think about, okay, you want that life. Why? Because it looks good. It looks like it's always happy. Or is it because you're just completely ignoring the stuff that's going on in your life? Because it's like, what's the point? You know, <laughs> what's the point? But then, you know, and you have, I've talked about it before. We have out, I know I had my certain views when it comes to like men, but men don't, they can't put that value on you. You know, you have to have your own self-worth, but you have to heal too and see exactly what it is that you want, what you need. Like who, who are you without another person? Even if it's not a man, another woman. Who are you without another person? What does this person stand for? What do you need? What moves you, really? And when you say self-care and self-love, like how how do you start when someone, or let me ask you this before that, how do you recognize that you're not loving yourself like you should? Love is an action word, mm-hmm. right? And, and so you, you first things first, you're not reflecting on how self is doing, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're, you're not checking in. You're not paying attention to self. You're just kind of going day to day. You're just, you know, working through life, right? And you're feeling some type of way. Things are manifesting. Um, you're having headaches, right? You're, 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 you're having these physical symptoms. Right, you're not feeling well. Uh, work is not meaningful, right? And so now, now you, you you see and feel certain things going on within you, but you're not addressing them, right? Matter of fact, you you tend to uh, look external, right? It's mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, okay. Well, if this person or or if this wasn't this way, or you know, if my job wasn't this way, or whatever it is you're engaging in, you're pulling back from. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you, you're like turning off. You know, you're turning off the, the, the switches, right? You know, yeah. those things that uh, used to bring you joy, used to bring you some sense of peace. Now there's a problem with it. Okay. Right? And so you're out of tune. You're out of touch with self, right? Mm. And so thinking, when you look at it from that, it's like, oh, well, it, it's a gradual process, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times, you know, I sit with, with individuals. I'm like, okay, let's go. When did it first start? Where in time, you know, in your life, can you think back to when, you know, you initially started feeling this way, 
right? And you, you kind of go from there. So, you know, you have to identify when you're just not even paying attention to self, mm-hmm. right? You, you just kind of letting things go, right? You find yourself, you know, you're buying more, you know, uh, 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 over-the-counter medications, right? Yeah. Or whatever you're, you know, you know, marijuana and, and alcohol. Well, alcohol is legal in every state, marijuana right. and stuff, right? right? You know, you, you have to look at that. You know, it can't be where this, this these substances, right, become your coping strategy. They become, you know, the first go-to, right? Mm-hmm. These are things that we typically miss, right? Yeah. When we talk about lack of self-care or we're not in tune with what's going on with our bodies, paying attention to your body, right? You know, all that you have to look at is what I'm exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. I'm not, you know, sleeping well. I'm tossing and turning or, you know, my thoughts are racing. I can't even have a conversation with someone without going back Mm -hmm. to, you know, some situations that are going on in my life. So our bodies give us warning signs. Our bodies actually talk to us, but Sometimes we, we miss it. Right? I Sometimes that. we miss it. I definitely believe that. You know, with me, I remember before I started this healing journey, because I'm still on it, you know, mm-hmm. I remember there would be some things, because usually I, I'm not someone who gets offended or embarrassed very quickly. But mm-hmm. then I started getting offended and embarrassed very quickly. Um, anybody could say anything and it would affect me and it wouldn't even be directed towards me, but I just say, Oh, well, I guess I could feel that because I know I'm an empath, you know, which was an excuse that started to build and build and build. But then I started to notice as well, um, that I am an emotional eater and I'm like, you know what? Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh, nope. If I'm really happy, I'm gonna give me some ice cream. If I'm pissed off, I'm gonna get some ice cream and wine. <laughs> I'm gonna get some ice cream and wine if I'm pissed off. If there's a week when, especially when I started to pay attention to myself and what was going on, how I was reacting, I started to see that there was a pattern that each day, especially towards Wednesday. I would put all of those combinations together. Like that's a meal. And that was like breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> Something's really wrong. Or it would be like, okay, well, uh, I could just stop doing that. I I have willpower. And then it turned into retail therapy because I'm like, oh, everybody loves retail therapy. There's no problem there. There's a problem. You're not saving. You're losing your money. And this is stuff that's probably not going to be there next year. And so I was like, okay. I got to I got to stop because you're right. The headaches come and you just think, oh, I just must be tired. But then on top of that, with all the emotions, trying to do all the things, because every woman feels like she's superwoman, especially when you put the title of parent on there, because you have to pretty much do everything like children are beautiful, but they are something. I found about a hundred more since the pandemic. It's about a hundred more. I don't think I've ever said shut up so much. I don't think I have because I, I was so dead set on that. I like I don't like saying that phrase to kids because that takes me back to my relationship uh, with my uncle, which that that is another thing when we were talking about um, healing. You have to really sit and be quiet and think with yourself, where did all of these feelings come from? What did you ignore was the situation? So what would you say are tips that could help us women, not just through, you know, the month, but 
throughout life? Like, how can we start our journey to self-care? I would say definitely um, create a system where you examine, right, whether that's monthly, you know, or weekly, um, where you are. And what do I mean by that? Practically, right? From a practical sense, you know, did you set goals for the week? Did you set goals uh, for the month? Did you meet those goals? And this is both, you know, uh, as a student, right, as in your career, uh, training, and personal. Right. In, in so relationship wise, even if that's with your kids or other family members. Right. Check in with self. Ask self, you know, how are you doing? You know, pay attention to your body. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we have to understand, you know, our bodies and, and what what it tells us, you know, um, incorporate daily. Right. Moments of quiet. You know, and, and, and I know Absolutely. that that's easier said than done, but you, you, when we talk about stress mode, right, you can be in stress mode 24 hours a day. You can go to sleep, right, stress out and wake up and you're like, okay, did I, did I even sleep? My right? God, My yes. It's still tensed up. And, you know, when you think about that, you're, you're laying, you're, you're in the bed, right, crunched up, you know, because you have not even. You have mm-hmm. not taken your body through, you know, a relaxation. The first thing is pay attention to your body, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to your body and, and, and uh, uh, do practices, right? When you talk about the baths and, and for me, that's just decompressing, okay. right? That's allowing the steam, the hot water to relax the muscles. That's the physical Mm-hmm. Right. That's the physical practice of self-care. And, and I like to call self-care self-love. Right. Because we know that if you take care of your body, both mentally and physically, spiritually, financially, all of those mm-hmm. things. Right. You 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 are a well person. Yeah. Right. You are a well person. So every day. Right. Should be some form of. Right. Taking care of self, even if that's telling a person, no, even that even that's implementing boundaries. Right. Even if that's saying, you know what, today I recognize and acknowledge that I'm I'm in the mood. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially around those times of month. Right. I don't force myself to be overly right. uh, uh, Social. Right. When I know me, I I pull back. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm going to be me. But I also know I'm not going to force myself. Yeah. Right. To to do something that, that my body is saying, relax. Yeah. Right. It's OK. You know, this is about you right now. And it's being selfless because people need the best of me. The best of me is yeah. when I'm not frustrated. The best of me is not when, when I'm irritated. So taking care of self is essential. Right. To make sure people get the best out of me. You, you understand what I'm saying? You communicate that, right? So, you know, uh, my kids are old enough for me to say, hey, you know what? Hmm, give me 20 minutes, right? You know, because because I just need a moment, yeah, right? And, and they, they know the voice, uh. right? And it's not, it's not a, you know, uh, this harsh tone, but mm-hmm. they know the voice because I'm, I'm at that place, right? I need mm-hmm. to come down. I need to unwind. It's been a pretty, you know, back-to-back day, right? Yeah. Especially when I'm lined up. Um, you know, I go into to eight o'clock, nine o'clock sometimes with appointments. And so right after that, I, though I know they need my attention, mm-hmm. I need a minute, yep. right? And, and I need to get it to be the best for them, 
Right. Right. So, so you cannot be afraid to take your moments to make sure you're the best person um, that you can be. Because that's when we get to putting on masks and facades mm-hmm. and you know, faking the funk. And that just makes you more irritated. It does. It does. Right? It just it makes does. you more irritated. It's, instead of speaking up and using your voice to say, hey, I need a minute. Or, hey, can we push back this meeting? Right. Mm-hmm. Can, can mm-hmm. we, you know, reschedule because, you know, I need to take care of some things. And guess what? Take care of some things means I'm taking, I don't have to tell you that. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. Right? Because, you know, that's me. You understand what I'm saying? So I think you have to create a system where you ensure that you take care of self right yeah. on a daily, daily basis. I like that. It's a self system. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. su- that's super important because you when you, when you were talking, I was thinking of why don't I speak up? Like now I do, but I didn't at first because I always thought I was going to get in trouble. And that mm-hmm. carried on to, you know, other relationships, friendships, you know, intimate mm-hmm. relationships. Like, no, I don't I don't want to offend you while the whole time I'm offending myself. I'm not taking care of myself. You know, you can love someone, which I, I realize is now you can love someone with all of your heart and all of your might. But if you're not taking care of yourself, you continue to Absolutely. make excuses and open up doors for other people. And at the same time, you're shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Mm-hmm. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. That is a really, really good reminder. Because that's peace of mind, mm-hmm. right? In the midst of everything going on, you should still be able to have where you tap into, right? A, a peace state of being, right? Mm-hmm. Peace of mind, this this happy place, right? For a moment, you can check out and center yourself, yes. align yourself. Yes, stuff stuff still going on right around us. That's out of our control, but that does not mean the core of who you are, right, should be chaotic, right? Right. You should, should you know your your anxiety is now turning into anxiety attacks, right? And that is because you're you're not controlling your thoughts and behaviors, right? To where, hey, let me let me sit down. Mm-hmm. Let, let me see what's going on. What am I concerned about, right? What's in my control? Right. What do I need to come to terms with, right? What What's the interim, right? What, what are my goals? Am I even working on, right? Mm. Getting to a different state of being. You know, that, that's that self-care. That's that love of self is to say, okay, I need to pay attention to what's going on with me right now. Right. Oh, Ken, this this has been amazing. I know I want to be mindful of your time, but I can talk to you all day. (laughs) So before we sign off, is there any last words or anything that you want um, people to be uh, aware of that you're doing or that you want to shout out? Oh, uh, (laughs) you know what? I'm just big on uh, promoting mental wellness. Right, just breaking, you know, shattering the stigma. Yes. You know, uh, make make mental health a part of your regular routine. Treat it like your annual, you know, checkups that we, we you get. You know, make sure that um, you address it. Right, and so that that's where I am. It's just connect, reach out. There's so many different ways to take care of yourself emotionally, support mm-hmm. groups, right? You know, with us specifically, we're creating um, 
you know, a support group uh, uh, brand, right? We just, we're trying to get a non-for-profit up, right? That only hosts support groups, oh, right? Nice. So that's coming the second quarter, right? We're excited about that. It's called Urban Trauma Healing Society. Yes. Um, and, and so that's, that's all we're doing. All okay. we're doing is creating support groups, right? Uh, of different subject matters or, or, you know, symptoms or whatever we want to tag it as because that's neat and we hope people, um, you know, uh, take that lens off to say this is a part of life, yep. right? Taking care of self mentally, emotionally, right? Whether that's a symptom or an illness, right? This is a part of life, right? Mm-hmm. Just like diabetes, right? You can address, right? You know, uh, feelings of depression, Heck, you can address delusion in, in, in um, dissociation, mm-hmm. right? Checking out a reality because you have some trauma going on, right. right? We've all been there. We've all experienced trauma and you have to allow yourself to heal from that. So yeah, that's just on our mission for 21 is to just become more visible, right? And various services for mental health. Yes. Okay. So now is that just going to be in the Chicago area or is it going to be online as well? It is going, it's all virtual, right? Oh, so, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be all virtual, uh, you know, and, and so, again, um, you know, the model for the support groups are peer-driven. So, mm-hmm. you know, just like the models of AANA, there's other models, you know, non-traditional models that we want to use. So, from the faith base, right, to 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 uh, emotional eating mm-hmm. disorder groups, right? We just want to get out there. So this will be open, right, to anyone, you know, um, in the world, actually. Um, I love it. We want to have the properly, you know, trained people and peer-driven, mm-hmm. right? Those who have recovered, right, from, yes. you know, these different uh, symptoms so they can share their story. And like I said, we just pull each other up. I love that because this takes away... It starts to take away the stigma from what we think a crazy person is because of whatever, you know, they've been diagnosed, which that's a whole nother subject because you could be misdiagnosed, but whatever, you know, you have to to deal with that trauma. Um, And if that's not dealt with, you end up going to the wrong professional. That's a whole nother story as well. But um, yes, thank you so, so much for being here today. I really enjoyed talking to you we have to do this again so we can pick back up because <laughs> i'm sure i have questions okay you can keep it if you like you can definitely keep it i don't i don't really know anybody betty i i can't say i can't tell you how much you disappointed me in that one moment <laughs> but i love you i was waiting for you to say i don't know why but you look like a chocolate chip girl or Okay. Chocolate chip is from Baskin Robbins, or if you said Swiss almond, Haagen Dazs, something. You said pistachio. I can judge you. I'm so sorry. Like you do everything else great. Again, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you so much for listening to Get Into It Podcast. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and share with others. Also, make sure you follow us on social media, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know what you thought of today's podcast. I upload episodes every week on Tuesdays. Until then, peace, 
love and light. Go get us.